0: Hello everyone. The month of May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, so we wanted to support the Asian Mental Health Collective. This is an organization focused on promoting Asian American mental health. It's catered specifically for Asian American people to provide relief and resources and support for the individuals facing stigma, discrimination, racism, and other challenges. As always, you can find a link to support and uh, find more information on, on them in our episode's description. We have a content warning for today's episode. This episode features graphic depictions of animal violence, and listener discretion is advised. Please enjoy today's episode. Previously on SCP Play...
1: Uh, ben, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I. Are you okay? Did you get hurt? My My arm really hurts.
0: Glowing eyes surround you at the edge of the fog in all directions. You raise up your hand and a wall of ice forms around you. You get ready for a cold night. Skylar, you are brought to a clearing. There are many animals surrounding you this circle staring toward a pedestal that has a book sitting upon it it's a pulpit and they're waiting for your sermon hey skyler snap out of it Skylar, with the voice of Dr. Bright ringing through your head, you regain lucidity. You are no longer under whatever spell that you had been before, and you take a minute to look around. You see the same scene that you had previously. There are several different carnivorous animals that are... Surrounding the circle which you now remember is the same circle that you and Ned had uh, almost sprinted into the middle of on the day earlier and in the middle is a pulpit with a Book that is sitting on top of it. You can't see what it is from here, but it looks large You look around and the voice of Dr. Bright was um, in your head as he had has previously been able to snap you out of trances that you've fallen into, they are not actually here, but you're just here now. Is there anything you want to do?
2: I am just okay. I'm. Just, I think I'm just confused. Um,
0: yes, it's a confusing situation.
2: Yes. Okay. So is Skylar still currently being held or like carried by? Whatever I was um, being carried by last so time. So
0: whatever was carrying you here, you don't see around you. Okay. You're basically lined up in this circle of animals. Um, and there's like maybe a few of them that are in front of you that were sort of creating an aisle for you to walk up to the center.
2: Uh, okay. Um. Skylar would like to go up to the center to check out if there's anything on this pulpit.
0: Okay. So, uh, as you. So, are you like f- fly hovering just to lo- logistically yeah, handle it? Okay.
2: Does not have any legs. So, Skylar yes. will be fly hovering.
0: Okay. We will say that uh, mononongles are very light and you're able to do that. You just have very. <laughs> Hold on. Am I going to regret. You have very thick legs. That's real. Where... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you're. <laughs> you're Really packing down there, and then the exactly. rest of you is really light. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. Where you hold all she your thick. Weight. She thick. It's it's canon, guys. She's kind of like she thick. <laughs> see, see,
1: see. I want you to be very careful about that, Kenneth. We have some <laughs> fan artists in the Discord, and they're oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. i I've
0: seen how thick some of the fan art is. <laughs> so i I'm hesitant to say that she thick because it's like, are we talking like? Uh, unrealistic proportions here thick or uh, just like d- generally thick. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Well, Skylar is setting unrealistic standards for women everywhere.
2: All the mononogles <laughs> everywhere. For mononogles <laughs> everywhere. Yet another <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unrealistic
3: standard
4: for for women in our <laughs> <laughs> Do your legs detach? Your legs must detach from your body in order to be beautiful.
2: Thigh gap was like so two years ago, and <laughs> now you have a torso <laughs> gap. Exactly.
0: <laughs> okay, so in conclusion, she thick. So <laughs> you are um, fly, hovering forward toward this pulpit, um, and as you do, you hear like a low growl rising from the different animals that are surrounding you. Like a doesn't friend. sound like an ag- aggressive growl, but more of just like a song or a chant
2: ooh um, so is there anything on the pulpit when I get up there
0: so there is a book you see that the book is it's closed but has a uh, particular page marked with a ribbon you see on the cover the book is titled the book of bone
2: is the book made out of bone or is it just a regular bone or a book
0: it is not made out of bone. It does look to be bound in some sort of leather.
2: Okay. So I was just trying to figure out if this is related to this like lock that we've encountered or other bone-like features. Um mm, I w- would like not. to turn to that tabbed page in the book. Okay. Skylar is not super familiar with questionable in the world so she just goes, she just dabs right in.
0: Please read aloud as far as you would like to read.
2: The spirits and scents and souls of all the stones and bones and mountaintops the owls cry blinks his eye and the rich gray fur of the wolf in the moonlight. Tooth and claw and how we are. The footprints in the snow. herders they call us. But we will turn our fangs in words to bone. <laughs>
0: As your gaze is turned down toward the book while you are reading this passage, you hear the growling surrounding you turn into snarls and further into sounds of chomping and mastication. When you finish reading the passage, you gaze up and look to the animals that are surrounding you. You see that each is Staring inward still toward the pulpit as you finish this sermon. And you see that each of them is missing either a limb or a tail or something that looks like it's been freshly devoured. You see that each one's wounds are starting to begin to heal very slowly, however. As you see all the animals surrounding you begin to regrow the limb that they just lost, you feel something similar begin to happen beneath your torso. Usually in the mornings you have to return to your legs in order to stay alive and become a human again in the morning. Now you feel a new pair of legs sprouting beneath you.
2: Uh, ah. Mm, Skyler tentatively tentatively takes a step to try out these legs.
0: Um, so they're not fully grown yet. Uh, it'll oh. take a little bit more time. Gotcha. You're getting uh. you're you're at like baby leg level currently. Aww. It's it's like if you ever saw Deadpool, it's like when he had <laughs> baby legs after he got cut in half. I think that was Deadpool 2.
4: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: So off in the forest at the very edge of this circle, you have a bit of uh, visibility from the moon, and just by being the creature that you are, you're very vaguely able to see... A figure that is standing there and just slow clapping. Wow, I um didn't think you were gonna just do that on your own. I thought I'd have to convince you, but good job, Skylar.
2: Wait, just to clarify, do I do I know who this is?
0: It looks like Lucas. And you also know that you left Lucas behind at Ned's place
2: mm, my God, okay, um, the Skyler will quickly fly over to Lucas and ask him what what do you mean what what happened?
0: Oh, I mean you just you just gave like Yaldaboth an avatar to gain strength in this area um. I mean you, you just sort of read that all willy-nilly.
4: Yeah, I feel like I was supposed to.
0: Mm. If it felt right, then sure. What
2: What what are you what are you doing here?
0: Oh, um I was just out for an evening stroll.
2: E- evening s- stroll? Weren't you at the house?
0: Oh, no, that's, that's Lucas. Have they not told you about me?
2: No. No, I don't think so.
0: Oh. Hmm. Figured that would be some important information, but... Um... Well, I'm kind of Lucas and kind of not. More of a, um... reflection of Lucas, you can say.
4: Like? His twin?
0: Hmm, not quite. What
2: why why are you being creepy? Who's Yeldaboth? Who's what's happening?
0: Oh uh, did you not feel Yeldaboth call you here? I mean how do you think he got here?
2: Who, who what? So like is Yeldaboth a bad guy? Did I just summon something terrible?
0: Ah, uh, you know, the thing about the Foundation, that's that's something they love to do. Uh, they love to paint everything that's different bad. I wouldn't say that Yaldabaoth is bad. He just does things a bit different. Did you know that he has, like, a, a whole entire town that just grows organs? Yeah, they grow on trees. They can pick them off the trees and, hey, free organ farm. Foundation is sure taking advantage of that one, though. What? I wouldn't say that you did anything bad, Skylar. I would say that you gave strength to something, and it's up to you what you do with it. I mean, that's why I set all this up for you. To give you the option. I thought it would take some convincing, but, eh. Here we are.
4: You, you gave me the
2: option, but you wanted me to do it.
0: Oh, of course. I mean, you could have walked away, but...
2: Why? What's in it for you?
0: Hmm. I'm just a person who got tired of good people being taken advantage of. So I'm giving a little bit more power to them.
1: What people?
0: Well, I was going to ask you what everyone else had been calling me, if they actually were referring to me as Lucas, but um, if they haven't even told you about me, I suppose they don't really know what to call me. Hmm. And Lucas doesn't really work, because you already have a Lucas. Let's do this. He raises his hand, and a shimmering piece of light that looks almost like a mirror raises out of his hand it shimmers and you see what looks like stained glass begin to form across it and spell out the name Lucas he waves his hand in the air and the mirror spins you see it in reverse instead of L-U-C-A-S, the name now spells S-A-C-U-L. You can just call me Sakul and tell everyone I said hello. He taps the air next to him and the same shimmering pane of glass appears in the air, turns into Some sort of portal. He steps through and is gone. Hello, everyone. Your Keeper Kenneth is here back uh, after Hannah did the mid-roll in uh, promotion for last week. So, uh, Thanks to her for picking that up. Don't know if we would have gotten the episode out on Monday of the last episode otherwise. But we also didn't get this one out on Monday. So, sorry, things have been busy. I got my taxes done, though, so you won't have to worry about that holding up another episode. (laughs) Hey, so getting right into reviews. Um, Apple Podcasts is being weird as of late. And it's kind of hard to tell if we have new reviews or not but we're gonna go with the ones that we can see <laughs> from anonymous to great rpg actual play podcast i'm really enjoying this monster of the week series set in the SP universe thank you thank you thank you for the five stars uh king kong with a bunch of numbers i am the lorax and i speak for the trees and apparently there's a non-windigo thing here now i guess yes make sure you listen to the episode where we explain that Promotion on uh, episode 29 has that. And it's not really a non-Windigo thing, it's a more of a uh, correcting of Windigo misunderstandings in society. Ava-Actuator or Evacuator. I would recommend this podcast to anyone who is into SCP or into TTRPGs. Thanks for the recommendation and thanks for the five stars. Also, got a new review over on Podchaser from Maxwell. SCP Play is a. Really good podcast, and I'd recommend it, even if you aren't interested in Monster of the Week or SCP. Hey, thanks. Glad you enjoy the show. And thank you for the five stars. So many five stars. We love all the stars. And on Patreon, we have a new, uh, good lord, $50 not patron. Kelnaz, thank you for your incredible contribution. We really appreciate it. Just makes me nervous seeing that much money. <laughs> Seriously, we do appreciate it, Uh, and also reply to our message uh, to get you your rewards. We really do appreciate your contribution. That's it. Thank you, Michael Winton, for the dank tunes, and enjoy the rest of the episode.
3: So, uh, yeah, with this 2480 Yaldaboth, that's... Yeah, that was said in there too. So, it's it's the real McCoy, eh? That's that's what's happening here.
0: I I guess I okay. Run 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 me by everything again. So you ran into Coyote, and Coyote told you. Yeah, we found
3: that, the. Uh, yeah. I guess that's the Reverend. Yeah, from the. That's right.
0: Ki- coyote told you that Pan and. Yaldabaoth are around, um... Okay, okay.
3: Yeah, we haven't seen anything, uh... Of them, though, I I don't think too much. These, uh... All those wolves, though, that, that came after us, so those were 2547. Those were his pack of 4,000 dogs chasing after us.
0: But he asked you for help. That one doesn't make sense, um, That doesn't make sense. Yes, there's usually animals that are following him in the area.
3: I actually think this sounds more like 3240. Oh, you think? Well, if those ones are the self-cannibalizing ones.
0: Uh, did you see any animals that had a missing limb or anything while you were out there?
3: Oh, yeah. That is a good point. And it says that, uh, says right here, those tend to pop up whenever 2547's in the area. So wherever the coyote is, then 3240's around too. Great. Um,
0: this can affect humans too. Um, did anyone get bitten or scratched that you know of? Did
3: anyone get bitten? Yeah, come to think of it, uh, I know that Miles, he got bit by a raccoon, and the the bite had healed by the time I saw it. It was like an hour later. Ah. Uh, it says it's a learned behavior, though. Is it like a disease?
0: Uh, it can vary. This was just one instance. It was only really theorized that this had close ties to Yaldabaoth, but... Uh... I guess this sort of proves it.
3: They're all connected and they're all here.
0: Yeah, it's got a lot of information about lots of different books that are supposed to be closely related to, I mean, all three of these gods from what it sounds like.
3: Yeah. Well, I don't think I saw any books when we were with uh, Coyote. Let's hope we don't run into any of them. Sound like bad news. Did you see anything else weird, um, maybe with the animals
0: or maybe with plants while you were out in the woods?
3: Yeah. Uh, we was, uh, Skylar and I was chasing, uh, we were looking for something, what was it, out in the woods Oh, I feel so long ago. We were, we were hunting down something going through the trees and on the way uh, chasing it, we passed by a big uh, clearing in the woods, you know, they pop up sometimes, but all these animals, they were standing around a circle, just staring, just staring right, right in the middle. <laughs> that, uh, yes, that's pretty weird. <laughs> we elected to not investigate that. That's some bad juju
0: well that certainly sounds yaldabaoth i also am having my suspicions you you said something about um the skull and uh, having to do something about the other two gods so yeah. i guess that that skull is more closely related to yaldabaoth than the tale of the Wendigo, I suppose, which I mean, looking up actual history of the Wendigo and from the ramblings that you keep saying that your Grandpa Rick is telling you it
3: yeah, it sounds accurate, yeah, that's right,
4: so yeah, I told you
3: <laughs> yeah, you sure did, grandpa I'm do you hear Grandpa Rick often, Ned huh? I mean, I did, you know. I talk to him sometimes. It's, it's good to have a have a friendly connection to uh, those you love. I'm glad that you have that, Ned. You seem happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. It's it's real real nice all the time. Just whenever, whenever, all every time. Yeah.
0: Lucas is standing in the corner and just shaking his head at the amount of disbelief
3: that he's having <laughs> Hey uh Lucas I I did have a question for you though Um uh, yeah what's up Yeah you said uh you're an you're an intern at the foundation Yeah Are you from Piedmont originally
0: Uh yeah actually
3: Oh okay I was wondering if you were secretly some super agent. There was uh Lucas Bayard out in Salt Lake City with this uh, thirty-two forty.
0: Uh, n- no. Um, yeah, I I grew up in Piedmont. Um, I ran into the Harpies once, and after I did that, um, Doctor Miller had to come and well, was supposed to amnesticize me, and I don't know. Found something interesting about me and brought me on as an intern instead.
3: Huh, so you haven't been anesthetized uh, from your past life as a secret agent. I don't want you holding out anything on me here. And not that I know of. Th- All th- right. Isn't that the point? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That is kind of the point of the amnestics. If you had them, you wouldn't have known you had them. Huh? Hey, you're probably too young for that anyway. Um. Yeah. I mean, Anyas was amnesticized, and
0: she yeah, was and it... also pretty young when that apparently
3: happened. Right. wish we
0: could have been able to help her figure out more with that, but...
3: Yeah, hopefully someday we'll be able to uh, reconnect, find out what all really did happen.
0: Yeah. Well, um, what do we do now? Do we... Go out in the middle of the night or try to hope that he glares down at Skylar's legs that are resting up against the wall. <laughs> we hope that she doesn't need those.
3: Oh, you grabbed those? Oh, that's that's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know the details of the whole transformation thing, but she ought to be able to, to find him again. She knows where we're at. Do we, like, do we leave them outside? The raccoons can get them by a window. Yeah,
0: maybe not outside.
3: Um, We don't want the bat flying in the window. We, uh, we use Windex pretty frequently. It's hard to tell if it's open or not.
0: You have windows? I didn't even notice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I'm not too sure uh, what we can do, uh... Ben and Miles should be safe until morning from uh, what they said on the phone. Skylar should find a way back here by morning. I sure can't sleep after reading all this stuff, but being outside seems pretty dangerous.
0: So Mr. Clark is um, sitting in a chair at your kitchen table currently, and he uh, has his phone in his hand and is sort of nervously... Um, tapping his knee uh, up and down and looks over to you and says Ned I can I can call for more help but the, the point of having you all out here and trying to do all this on your own is to prove that it's an effective system If I do that, it's scrapping a lot of work, and it could cancel a lot of the progress that we've made. If you think that we need it, it is your call. I am here
3: to support the team. Ned flips back through his notebook as Daniel tries to remember the conditions of our agreement with the coyote. (laughs) (laughs) Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Thank you, Daniel. Excellent lack of notes, as usual on the things that are important, where I trail sentences off after writing the first part of them. I think it's sort of fitting
0: for this, though. Um, when you were talking with Coyote, you were not, yeah, of the clearest of minds.
3: <laughs> that that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll go with what I feel. Yeah. So Ned is flipping back through his notebook looking for the exact terms of his meeting with Coyote for how to get his mom fixed, his mom healed, and he can't find the notes. It was a time of great emotional upheaval and a lot of stuff was happening, and he didn't have the chance. So I think what Ned would think... I'd, I don't think we could do that we we made a deal with the coyote. We made a deal with him, and look it's it, my my mom is on the line right there she's uh she's entirely in that coyote's hands. I think this has gotta be us us that do this job
0: he uh lets out a big sigh and sets his phone back down on the table all right. Well, I don't think it's safe to try to go out into the woods this evening. Um, We can go out in the morning. Yeah. I think you and Lucas should get some rest. Um, I'll stay up and do a bit more research, but I'll try to actually get some rest this time, and um, I'll wake you and try to contact and then miles in the morning as well
3: that that sounds like a plan I'll see what I can do and uh Mr. Clark uh yes Ned I, sorry about this morning that was uh a bit rash of us I think to, to leave without you
0: no it's it's fine um I understand your reasons for not trusting myself or the Foundation as a whole. Um, I'm trying to do my best to make sure that uh, you feel like you can rely on me more. So, part of that is my own fault as well.
3: Maybe a bit more. Trust is needed. Between us all, I'll see you in the morning. Good night. Good night.
0: You head off to your bed. Um, You can hear the distant clickety-clackety of uh, Mr. Clark's keyboard as you drift off to sleep.
3: Or try to, at least. It's been a day.
0: Ben and Miles, you are currently in an igloo without an entrance in the middle of nowhere in the woods. We sure it's are. It's a bit cold.
1: Miles is shivering.
0: Uh, Miles, would there be any sort of uh, survival information that you would have gotten from your handbook of ways to keep warm?
1: <laughs> uh, definitely. Uh, I think th- there definitely is like wilderness survival stuff in the handbook, but the, the general scout handbook doesn't talk a lot about igloo camping, so he's a little bit out of his element and... Like doesn't want to make a fire because he's not sure if he's gonna melt down their nice barrier here, so I think at this point he's just kind of like huddled up to Benji's leg and shivering a little bit and <laughs> just trying to like stay positive.
4: Oh, so cute, <laughs> um, Kenneth. I have sort of like a like a mechanical question for you. Sure. Um. So in I I don't know if there's like a rule about this, like actually in the Monster of the Week book but does magic like require concentration like like usually no. if i'm using okay no it doesn't uh,
0: it it can like i could make it so that it has that requirement um but since you had a like full success on your roll um had you not had that i would have chosen like an effect like it's of short duration or it has a bad side effect kind of thing like right. that would that would be a consequence of like if you don't do it perfectly then you need to be like concentrating on it the whole night or something okay got it but since you did it perfectly uh no you, it it it
1: does the intended
0: purpose
4: got it got it got it got it cool
1: mm-hmm. um uh it's it's pretty cold here but um it, it, i haven't been camping in ever so uh, this is i mean it's kind of fun right
4: Uh, this isn't really my ideal camping situation. I, do you, were you, were you just sleepwalking? Why did is that something that you've done before?
1: Um, no, I, I I don't think I've ever sleepwalked before, at least that I know of. But, uh, it, it was weird. Like, uh, I, 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 I don't know. I wasn't fully asleep i don't think like i wasn't seeing the stuff that is around us i was it was sort of a half dream i i mean my mom was there and i was headed off to school and i cut through the forest to get there faster but like i don't i've never been to school in piedmont and i don't even know really where it is so i i it made sense in my head but I felt like I was, like I knew I was walking somewhere, and I knew I was walking through the forest. I just, I, it was in some kind of haze, and I, when I heard you yelling, it sort of snapped me out of it. Hmm. And it seems like just in time too. And he kind of glances over at some of the silhouettes of the dogs on the edge of the ice.
4: Do you think it'll happen again if you fall asleep again?
1: Uh, I I don't know I, I I'd be more comfortable if you could, if I you or someone else was around though I I I don't know that I'm gonna get much sleep tonight but yeah um I I think we should be careful at least
4: yeah I I'm gonna be honest I don't really know how to get us out of this situation right now we might just have to wait it out
1: yeah yeah I I, I it seems like all these all this stuff started happening when the sun went down, right? So hopefully yeah. when the sun comes back up, it'll clear off a bit, yeah? And then we'll be able to get back and make sure everybody else was okay. Do we know yeah. if they made it back?
4: I I called them when you were after you had fallen asleep and they they were all back except for uh Skylar.
1: Oh, uh Skylar's out there too, huh?
4: Uh yeah, unfortunately, we just kind of have to wait to see what
1: happens, but I don't think
4: well, you have anything to worry about. I don't think she can get through whatever this
1: is. Well, and I, I I think she can probably fend for herself. Um I I don't think we need to worry about her too much either. I think I think it if anything uh, else is out in the woods looking for her, I think it's probably in more danger than she is. Yeah.
4: She's the scary one. Um, Another question for you, Keeper Kenneth. Mm-hmm. Can I use magic again to make something else? Or can, is it going to have to... Can it only be one at a time?
0: <laughs> hmm. I will say, yes, you can. But if you have uh, a consequence from the roll or you fail, you're going to risk uh, losing your shield.
4: Okay. Um... I don't want to do that. I was going to try to make a fire to keep us warm, but I don't think we really need it that badly. So I will veto that on my own.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, what, late September, early October? It shouldn't be too cold at night. I mean, yeah. obviously there's ice around us, but <laughs> mm-hmm. we're also kind of trapping our heat inside. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think we should be okay.
0: As igloos do. Yeah, so no no, no using
1: magic, right? That's yep, what you doing. Yeah, I've
4: decided against okay. it.
1: Yeah, I think we'll be okay.
4: Okay. I can also just try to start a real fire.
1: <laughs>
0: um I think you'd be hard pressed to do so with all the things that are in there and Yeah. I don't know that there's a, a vent hole, but um <laughs> we're gonna smoke really ourselves oh. out of our own <laughs> yeah. little <igloo>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I Didn't even think about that, yeah.
0: Ox oxygen right. and being able to breathe is <laughs> right. usually right. usually right. an important thing.
4: <laughs> Veto that again. Um
1: <laughs> coming up with all the good ideas (laughs) um benji do you think i should have told the mr coyote man about that raccoon bite do you think that's what caused this
4: uh i don't know i can't really say for sure
1: it's it's weird that it healed so fast
0: your your arm does still have the um rash infecty looking section of it that oh, yeah. uh, is I right forgot. around where the raccoon bite was
1: <laughs> but I it's also right, ar- t- where, right around where I carved into my own arm on accident
0: yes uh, there oh. was a gash that you put into your arm
1: yeah that's another thing about the dream is I tried to carve into a tree to kind of leave a trail of breadcrumbs and when I woke up it looks like I accidentally I nope. oh my scratched God. myself
4: Are you? does it hurt are you okay
1: i i mean i i'll be honest, I hadn't really thought about it until just now um it does sting a bit um is is I... is miles bleeding
0: um not horribly, but the yes he is um ha- take that one harm back if you have not already by the way miles
1: i think i i think i, I think i never got rid of my harm <laughs>
0: okay you're probably fine then
1: yeah um do you have anything that I can bandage this up with, maybe? Or I guess I can... Um, And I think Miles is going to... He's going to take off one of his socks? He's got, <laughs> like, long tube socks on. <laughs> no, so he's going to, like, take yeah. off one of his socks and uh make sort of an impromptu bandage or just to... Or no, he's going to make, like, a shooting sleeve out of it. He's going to just kind of cut the foot off, make a nice sleeve to go over the infected and bleeding part to kind of keep some pressure on there and absorb some of the... Yeah, I'll,
4: I'll. Yeah, I help him with that.
0: Uh, I won't have you roll for it. Uh, you just are able to bandage it up. Um, I'll say, like by the morning, you're able to recover the harm.
1: Great. So, yeah. What? Whatever that dream was, it was. It was seriously messing with my head. I don't know.
4: Do you normally have dreams that vivid?
1: I don't. Wait, wait a second. Yes. I just remembered. There was a guy in the dream. Uh, who I have dreamed about before, and I might have forgotten to tell people about it. Not, um, do you remember me telling you about nine ninety?
4: Nine ninety wasn't that the guy involved with the, the circus?
1: Well, kind of. I mean, he he came and, uh, or I was, uh, the night before the circus happened, I woke up in a dream and he was there and. He sort of warned me that the circus was coming and uh, told me to tell my mom that 9.90 senses regards and I forgot to do that. Um, but he was in this stream too.
4: Well, did he warn you about some upcoming event? I really don't need another circus. That was just
0: annoying.
1: Uh, Real quick aside, Kenneth, he didn't warn me of anything. He was the one that kind of Help me pull out of the dream, right?
0: You do not remember a warning in the dream, yes? Right.
1: Okay. I didn't think so. I just want to make sure. No, he didn't warn me about anything. He was just—I mean, he was there and kind of, kind of alerted me to the fact that it was a dream, and then you showed up. So I—I I, I think he kind of helped pull me out of it, maybe.
4: Hmm.
1: I don't—I don't really know what brought him in. I don't know how he knew something was going on, or maybe he just kind of has a beat on that kind of situation, but, I mean, maybe if we can find some way to contact him, he could maybe give us some information about why, what was happening. Maybe someone at the Foundation knows how to reach out to him.
4: Yeah, I mean, if he's in your head, there's not really any way to contact him right now.
1: Unless he's in other people's head, too, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like he's not just in my imagination. It, sounds, it seems like he's some sort of dream hopper.
4: Well, that'll be interesting.
1: As right now, I don't, I don't know that that helps us a whole lot, though.
4: Not right now, no.
0: Ben, could you roll plus sharp, please?
4: Okay, plus sharp. <laughs> Am I reading another bad situation? Mm-hmm. Ooh, you guys are gonna be jealous of me that's an 11
1: hey i'm just happy to be here
0: <laughs> <laughs> you hear something behind you actually well hold on yeah miles roll it too we'll see if you are, are able to do this as well
1: all right uh i actually just rolled uh kind of to see where i would have landed had you had me roll instead so mm-hmm. convenient uh, I rolled an eight plus one, so nine.
0: Okay. So, Ben, you you hear a sound behind you sort of similar to uh, the plink or the clink of a glass. You whip your head around quickly enough to see that a portal was opened up and you see the face of... Lucas staring back at you as he quickly drops something and closes the portal. Miles, you turn your head quickly enough to barely see the portal being closed and this thing being dropped. This thing you see is a warm blanket.
1: Um. Oh. Great. Uh, was that was that one of fake lucas's portals?
4: Yeah, unfortunately.
1: What? Why is he helping us?
4: I don't know. I I get up and I I think I'm already standing. I'm I walk over to the blanket and I grab it just like, "Ugh, fine. I'll take it. We're cold."
0: It, it I mean, feels like it just
1: came out of a fresh warmer.
4: Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, I'm being manipulated and I know it. Um...
1: (laughs) I mean, I would ask if we could trust it, but I don't really know how he could make a blanket a trap.
4: Yeah, I don't either. And I... (sighs) I don't want to think about it right now.
1: Ben, is... Is there something... Do you know anything about Fake Lucas that we don't...
4: (sighs) I mean... I wouldn't say I know anything more than anybody else does, but he's been coming back to me. And And I haven't told anyone about it because I'm still trying to figure out what he means and what his message is and how to feel about it.
1: I mean, maybe we could help. I mean, we're supposed to be a team, right? And... If he's, if he's contacting you, what if it puts you in danger? We need, I mean, I won't, I won't tell anyone until you're ready to tell people about it. I mean, I don't really know anything as it is, but just if, if, if he's doing something to manipulate you or to manipulate anyone else, just... Let us know if you're in danger.
4: I will. I... I don't think I'm being manipulated. I just... I think he just wants me on his side.
1: I guess... I guess I can respect that. I... I'll be honest. I don't really know how I feel about fake Lucas either. Because... I know he... He sort of set up the old man... To be a problem and he's he seemed like he was being a problem with the sheriff in the 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 big pain machine but also when my mom sent me away from site 44 when abel got out uh she told mr deeds to take me somewhere safe and he took me to fake lucas so i don't i i think there's more to him than sort of meets the eye but i i don't necessarily think that means we need to trust him
4: yeah, but Miles, I'll promise right now that if he asks me to turn against this team, I promise I won't. I would never do that.
1: That that's that's good to know. I I'll hold you to that.
4: For now, I think we should just try to ride this out.
1: Yeah, let me under that blanket. It's cold. It is cold. Um. My teeth could use a break from chattering. I think.
4: Um, I.
0: It ensnares you, and you have fallen into my (laughs) trap, you (laughs) fools! I
4: um, I I sit on the ground and I like stretch my arms out with the with the blanket on my back, so Miles can like get inside, and we have like a like a burrito.
1: I love it. Adorable.
0: Fan,
4: art, fan. Fan, art, fan, art, please.
0: (laughs) Miles and Ben, you awake in the morning, still sheltered by your icy hut, uh, but you can see that there are uh, 8-bit or 16-bit streaks of water that are starting to melt along the sides of your igloo. You slept quite pleasantly uh, due to the warm blanket, And as you stand to take a look at your surroundings, you try to look outside of the igloo to see if there are any other animals that are in the area. And you're not able to tell. You see just trees surrounding you. And uh, Ben, at this point, you decide to let down the igloo, I assume. Yeah, for sure. And as you do, one of the figures that you thought was a tree is a large tree-like figure that stands before you. Not quite tree height, but still tall and imposing, and not quite rooted to the ground, but certainly has very large feet that plant them to the ground standing before you is a very confused and now frightened at a couple of people bursting out of an ice igloo that was in the middle of a forest is a confused Bigfoot
1: Ah, uh, wait <coughs> stop we need to get a picture of you our friend messed <coughs> up
0: <laughs> he turns and runs
1: No, we need a picture.
0: All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons ShareAlike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. For all SCPs used and referenced within our episodes, please see our page on the SCP Foundation wiki. You can find us at scp-wiki.net slash scp-play-podcast-hub, which is also linked on our anchor page. Thank you to Michael Winton for all the music that we use in our show, and thank you for listening.